Welcome to the Coming In For A Landing podcast on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. Here's your host, Paul Hudrick. Hello, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Coming In For A Landing podcast on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. I am your host, Paul Hudrick, and oh boy, do we have a lot to go over today. Uh, this Ben Simmons saga just adds another chapter because it's it's definitely still a saga. Uh, <laughs> there's some interesting uh, tidbits from practice today, uh, practice on, on Wednesday. Uh, Doc Rivers spoke to Andy Green, Seth Curry. I want to definitely get into what they said and some of their comments. And some of it, man, it's it's a doozy. Uh, it's It's become such an odd situation. And just to kind of recap, what we've encountered over the last few days is obviously the report comes out from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN that Ben Simmons is planning to report. He says as early as this week, and not only is it as early as this week, it was that night, uh, the preseason game versus the Nets, Ben Simmons shows up to the Wells Fargo Center, apparently unbeknownst to anyone in the Sixers organization. Uh, Elton Brand apparently gets a text saying, hey, uh, Ben is here, ready to take a COVID test. So that went down... Monday night in odd fashion. Then, you know, on Tuesday, Doc Rivers confirms that him and Daryl Morey spoke to Ben Simmons. They had a meeting. He said, according to Doc, he said they had several, they spoke several times, whatever that means. I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, you know, when Doc was asked about it, he said it it was good. He felt good. It, it was a great meeting. Um, but <laughs> also said that he's not sure if he's going if Ben Simmons is going to play or not because I think we've all kind of speculated we've all kind of been wondering you know Ben Simmons yes he's he's reporting to the team he's with the team you know he's undergoing covid tests all that but is his end game is he planning to play for the Sixers is that what he wants to do or you know you've seen the theory of the fake injury which I, I, I suppose he could do that. I don't see that ending well for him um, in a lot of different ways. Um, or if he's just trying to talk the Sixers into recoup, you know, re- recouping some of his money. Or you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what Ben Simmons' end game is. If you listen to Doc Rivers, it sure seems like he expects Ben Simmons to play basketball games this year. I mean, I, I want to read the quotes for you because I, I you know, I don't want to you know, misrepresent what Doc said to us. Uh, I want to get it exactly right. So when he was bold, like, you know, bluntly asked, you know, is Ben Simmons going to play? This was the quote. I don't know that. I'm assuming he's going to play, but who knows? I don't know. I can't get in anyone's head. Those are questions I can't answer, end quote. So <laughs> I, I found that to be very interesting. And and then I want to also read this other quote that he, he said, you know, um, it just continued on here. He said, uh, quote, I've learned one thing. I don't ever get in another man's head. I really don't. I actually get on my coaches when they tell me during a game or in a practice. I think what he was, I think what he was thinking. And I always say, you don't know what he was thinking. You only know what he did. So the fact that Ben was here and he showed up and he conversated, all I know is the action is that he showed up and he was here. I'm going to let you guys get into what he was thinking and what he was doing. I don't know that. Now, that's ambiguous. Um, so Doc thinks he's going to play, but he didn't want to flat out say it, which just seems weird to me. So I have a couple things, because Doc's saying this, he leaves it open for speculation, right? Because he's not giving us a definitive answer. So we're left 
to kind of see those quotes and determine what we think based on that. So um, with that, I have just a couple thoughts, a couple uh, ideas or, or, you know, theories on what he may be trying to get at. One is, you know, judging by the reports, judging what we've seen all summer, we have to think that the Doc Rivers Ben Simmons relationship is tenuous. It, it's it's not great at the moment. So f- for that reason, perhaps Doc Rivers didn't want to speak for Ben Simmons. Like he didn't want to be the one to say yes, Ben Simmons is definitely playing. He wanted Ben Simmons to whenever you know he's going to speak to us, wanted Ben Simmons to be the one to reveal that. So maybe that's one way to look at it. Maybe it was, you know, Doc Rivers his. His comments after Game Seven, they were they were really scrutinized by a lot of people. It really made it got a lot of national attention. There's rumors, reports, however you want to phrase it, that Ben wasn't thrilled with those comments. So maybe Doc's just choosing his words very carefully when it comes to Ben Simmons. Maybe he didn't want to say you know overstep his bounds or anything like that, and he just didn't want it to be you know uh, made into a viral post or a big deal. And then just flat out, I mean, maybe it could be because of how that all went down. Maybe Doc didn't want to give us anything, you know, maybe he didn't want to give people stuff that's going to get retweeted and liked and shared and, you know, where he didn't want to give sports talk radio and podcast folks um, some fodder that they could run with. Um, But also in doing so, he kind of gives us that because now we can just kind of speculate wildly, which I will not do here um, as to if you will not play. But I will say this. The other thing that was interesting that Doc said is. He was asked, you know, the Sixers play their final preseason game Friday night in Detroit. And he was asked if he, you know, if it's, if we're going to assume that Ben is not going to play that final preseason game. And Doc's quote was pretty interesting to that as well. He said, quote, we're not ruling that out at all. Whether we play him or not, that's going to depend on what we see this week. He's coming from behind because he hasn't been in camp, obviously. Having said that, do you rush him and put him on the floor? That's a whole other subject. That'll go from our eyes. What we see this week is how we'll determine everything moving forward. Now, I find that that sounds like a guy who expects him to play at some point. Maybe not Friday. That I would assume that he won't. I mean, I guess who knows, but that would seem a little quick of a turnaround. Uh, Doc did say that the plan for Ben right now is tonight he's going to work out individually. Uh, he chalked that up to the you know, the health and safety protocols and, and what Ben has to do to kind of acclimate himself back in the team, uh, posting negative tests and et cetera. Um, I don't know what that means. I know some people have, vac- have um, speculated on Ben Simmons vaccination status. I will not do that. I don't know how that's going to be a factor. I don't know. I don't know whether he is or he isn't. So I don't feel comfortable speaking definitively on that, but the deal is um, he will work out Wednesday night individually I assume that the team will at least be able to peek in on him. I mean, the way this practice facility set up, there is kind of like basically Doc Rivers office looks out onto the court. So I imagine Doc will be in attendance to just watch him work out in some capacity. Same with Daryl Morey. I would imagine, you know, I would imagine it, it will be, you know, a, a group of of the Sixers brass will be there to see him work out. What that means, how far that goes into, you know, kind of establishing what he does. I mean, that, that remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, everything that we've seen so far, him reporting, him undergoing the COVID test, him working out potentially now apparently this evening at the facility, 
Doc Rivers saying he assumes he is going to play. So many things lead me to believe that this could be a reality, that Ben Simmons might play another game for the Sixers. With that said, I really, I won't believe it until I say it. I, I really won't. Um, if you're like, uh, I guess I'm 50-50 right now on whether or not he plays. Maybe it's maybe it's more like 60-40 that he does um, eventually play this season. Now, just because he plays, that doesn't mean you're going to get the Ben Simmons, the regular season Ben Simmons we've seen in the past. It doesn't mean his heart is going to be fully in it. It doesn't mean that he's not still going to be behind the scenes very much demanding a trade. Uh, that could still be the reality. I mean, when uh, that was another thing that Doc was asked, you know, again, just kind of bluntly, it, you know, it, is he still demanding a trade? And Doc said, quote, I don't know. He's voiced that, but we'll see how that works, end quote. So I guess not a lot of confidence that he's 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 definitely going to come back, but also, you know, not a lot of confidence that he wants to stay here long term. So still a lot more questions than ans- uh, answers, unfortunately. Um, it It is Wednesday as, as I'm sitting here talking, and this is where we are. The Sixers practice again tomorrow. I assume Ben Simmons will be in line for more individual workouts. The word is that he will be eligible to return to team a team setting on Friday. So theoretically, he could be cleared for the preseason game. I have a hard time imagining that will be the case. Look, I mean, Ben Simmons is a guy. Say whatever you want about him. Uh, he, he stays in really good shape. You know, he, he plays a lot of minutes when he does play. He's, for the most part, avoided you know, long stretches of absences. I know he's been hurt. He's had injuries in the past, but not many. He's been mostly a pretty durable guy. But at the same time, as Doc kind of alluded to, you don't want to put him in a in a tough situation. And that's, you know, for, for both sides benefit. You know, if you're Ben, you don't want to rush back out there, potentially get hurt and hurt your trade value and, and you know, prolong this process. And if you're the Sixers, you know, you don't, whether you view him as a guy that's going to help your team this year or whether you view it as eventually we're going to trade him, you want him to be healthy. So putting him in a situation that could be a little dicey, I mean, I don't know, I don't know that you'd want to do that. So I lean towards him probably not playing on Friday, maybe being with the team though. I mean, that's, that in itself would be news, right? I mean, if he makes the trip, if he's on the team playing to Detroit, I mean, that's kind of newsworthy in and of itself, right? I I mean, because he hasn't been around. He's held out. He hasn't talked to a lot of his teammates, which I will uh, get to um, on the other side of a break. But, you know, Seth Curry, Danny Green spoke today. Neither of those guys has spoken to to Ben Simmons. We know it's been well documented that Joel Embiid has not spoken to him. Um, Some other guys have, and they've talked about it. So we'll kind of get a feel, I guess, for where they are like where the team is and where the guys are around him um and if he does make the trip to detroit i think that that will be very telling but we're going to take a quick break uh but i'll be right back on the other side to, to again talk about seth curry and danny green's comments from practice on wednesday all right and we are back and just to kind of put a bow on all this ben simmons talk you know, I have to touch on Danny Green and Seth Curry's comments from today because I don't want to say they were interesting because I don't think they were necessarily interesting because this is what you expect your veterans play, players to say. Like, I, 
I'm not surprised that these are two of the guys we got because they are two veterans who know how to handle themselves and aren't going to say anything, you know, out of line or, or, or out of kind of lockstep with the whole team. Because the whole time, basically, we've gotten the, you know, the correct talking points if you're a team. It's, we're focused on the guys that are here. It's, hey, you know, Ben, it's a business, you know, when Ben is still a part of this team and we'll welcome back. And similar refrain today, um, you know, from Danny Green, you know, talking about, you know, quote, he's part of our group. He's part of our team. When and if he shows up, he'll put right into the things we did last year. We were very effective at it last year, and we expect to do that this year again as well. I guess we're just waiting on that time to come. Danny again talked about, you know, no, and he said literally no one is forcing him to shoot jump shots if he comes back, which I thought was a little bit of an interesting comment, I admit. But I don't think he meant anything by that. I think he just meant, um, you know, we're not going to ask him to do it. If he comes back and he just does what he did last year, we feel good about our chances. Now, the playoffs are obviously a different story, but I think it's a fair thing for Danny to say because in reality, if Ben Simmons shoots 60% from the free throw line, they likely beat the Atlanta Hawks, maybe in five games, if he just shoots 60% from the free throw line. So I get what Danny's saying there. I don't think there was, it wasn't, I didn't view it as a shot or anything tactical from Danny's part. I think he was just simply saying, if we get the Ben Simmons we got last regular season and he's playing hard and he's, you know, he's he's in it and he's 100% committed to, to giving the team everything he has, that, you know, they feel good about that. And Seth Curry kind of reiterated that as well. There was a lot of questions asked about, you know, does Ben have to come back? Does he have to, like, kind of prove himself or earn their trust back? Or ha- or if there's an explanation. And, uh, you know, I-, I figured this would be the answer, but this was Seth Curry's answer. He said, quote, I already know the deal. I know his reasoning. I don't feel like he needs to explain anything to me. He's a grown man. He can do whatever he wants. Just when you step onto the floor, that goal should be to win. We'll see what happens, end quote. And that does. I mean, that lines up. I don't expect anything less from these two guys. These are professional guys. They're both the, the, you know, the elder statesmen of the team with, with Danny and Seth. They're the oldest guys they have. So they want to win. Uh, that's it. And they know that to win, they, they're better off with Ben Simmons than without him. So... This none of these responses are surprising. And I think too, like guys get it. Guys get there's a professionalism. There, there, you know, there are certain aspects where a guy holds out and it's a business decision. It's not personal, and you don't take it as personal. And if he shows back up and he shows that he's bought in and that he's willing to play and he's willing to play hard, then you just grow with it. You you don't make a big thing about it. You don't make a stink about it. Maybe you you bust the guy's chops a little bit for holding out, for missing training camp and all that. But once the ball's up in the air, man, the ball's up in the air. And it's just a matter of playing. And, and you know, as long as Ben is doing what he's supposed to, as long as Ben is, you know, playing at a, you know, defensive player of the year caliber level, level as long as he is, you know, going with the offensive concept, concepts that are, you know, with the team and that he's helping the team win basketball games, whatever that looks like, you know, I don't expect Ben Simmons to come in and start shooting threes. Um, that would be very entertaining to me if that was basically his big FU was – him showing up the first possession, he grabs the ball and just starts firing up threes. I would be very amused by that, but I don't foresee that. I foresee him basically playing the same as he has in the past, which can help the Sixers win an awful lot of regular season games, and it might help improve his trade value to other teams. Um, That's debatable. Now, if he's still got the yips, if he's still at 30% from the free throw line, that's not going to help, but 
if he just plays the way he played in regular seasons past, that not only helps the Sixers win, but that would also help his trade value, which if that's still his ultimate goal, which I imagine it is, then that should help him accomplish that quicker. So, you know, it's, it's again, I think we're still dealing with a situation where there are more, more questions than answers still. Um, I wish I had clarity because I don't. And I think anyone that tells you clearly that, oh, this is what's going to happen or this is, I think they're lying to themselves because I, I think for a lot of us, we expected Ben to hold out for, uh, I personally, I expected him to hold out longer than this. Um, I don't know if it's that first game check got docked and that that's what said like, all right, I can't keep doing this. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what set Ben Simmons off to make him say, okay, I need to report. But here we are, and it's it's sooner than I anticipated. Um, there were reports that he was going to hold out the whole season. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought eventually he would show up, but I didn't think it would be this soon. I didn't think it would be before the regular season even starts. I know a lot of us have talked about that December 15th date as a big day, and I, I believe it is. That's the day that players that signed this offseason can then be traded uh, to new teams. So of course that's a that's a pretty big date in the NBA caliber in the N- NBA calendar, and it opens up more possibilities, more places that Ben can be traded to, and more players that can come back to the Sixers in a trade. So I think that's certainly a date to have circled, and that's you know that's a couple months into the season, so a lot can change between then and now. Not only with the Sixers, but with other teams. Uh, where will Portland be at December fifteenth? Where will the Chicago Bulls be on December 15th? The Washington Wizards, any of those teams, it's you wonder where they will be at that point in the season. Will everything go as they had hoped it would go? And those teams, you know, on paper look better, but will they be better? Um, you know, weird stuff happens and things change. So, or maybe Ben plays great and everything goes back to normal. I'm not, I tend to think that's not what's going to happen, but I'm not ruling anything out. I don't think you can. You can't rule anything out at this point. Um, there are so many variables and so many different things that can happen that I, I just think if you're if you're ruling anything out, I think that's foolish. And I know a lot of people are of the mind of let's like if you're the Sixers, let's just get what we can for them, right? Let's get what's the best offer we have right now. Let's make it happen. And I think that's foolish. I, I really do because you know if you want to believe. The, the, you know, the Pacers rumors, and I have some reason to believe that some of it is true, that, you know, Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert and first-round picks. I have to ask you, what what is going to make Indiana change that offer now or on December 15th or even the February trade deadline? This, Indiana is a team that's going to be a playing team, right? They are like a seven or eight seed at best, I would think. Maybe a six seed if everything goes perfectly for them. But with that said... If you offered them, like if you came back to them in December and said, "Hey, is that still on the table?" They're probably going to say yes. Or if you wait till February, um, again, barring anything crazy that happens with Ben Simmons or anything with his value, you know, seriously declining, that's going to still be a viable trade option. Um, you know, two months, three months from now. So why make it now? Why not wait? He's under contract for four more years. You still hold all the cards. And I think that's really important for everyone to keep in mind whenever you see a new tidbit or a new nugget, a new report come out. The Sixers ultimately hold the cards. Um, you know, that, for Ben Simmons, that's unfortunate, but it's the reality. He's under contract for four more years. So, 
you know, again, we'll keep an eye on this. The mantra to me, it seems like the 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 slogan could be for this whole situation. What Seth said today, we'll see what happens because that's where we're at. We'll see what happens. Um, nothing would surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me to see Ben Simmons suit up for, you know, a, a preseason game against the Pistons Friday night. It wouldn't surprise me if he's suddenly injured um, and, and can't play. So n- nothing in between would surprise me. So, you know, keep an eye on the website. Keep an eye on LibertyBallers.com. We're going to have everything as far as, you know, the latest reports, the latest analysis. Uh, my piece today from today's practice is up on the site right now. So you can take a look at that and, and really all of the great stuff that, we, that we've had over the course of the last few days and that we're going to continue to have um, through, you know, through the regular season. And then if a trade happens, if it doesn't happen, we'll have all the analysis over at LibertyBallers.com. But I want to thank you guys all so much for tuning into the Coming In For A Landing podcast on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. Please rate, subscribe, download wherever you get your podcasts. I am your host, Paul Hudrick, and I will talk to you guys next time.